What's going on and welcome to episode 18 of the Jake Talk Sports Podcast. We are pushing closer and closer and closer to episode 20. Just a reminder that we are on Spotify, Apple Music, all the works. If you guys want to be listening to our podcast or you got friends who want to listen to this podcast, please be sure to give some recommendations, you know, share it up. It'll be so, so, so very appreciated. Today we're going to be talking about the NBA a little bit, some teams that are surprising me and some teams that really aren't surprising me at this point. And and obviously we got to get into some of the week 11 stuff. Obviously tonight, the Monday night football game between the Giants and the Bucks still has to happen, but we have... The Thursday night game to talk about, and we also have all the Sunday slate games. So, buckle up. It's going to be a good time. All right, let's get right into the NBA talk and talk about the standings and what surprises me about the standings. First of all, before we get into specific teams, what surprises me about the current standings in the NBA because there's been a weird year in the NFL, but it's also been a weird year in the NBA because in the Eastern Conference, the Bulls are the one seed right now. And I live in Chicago, so I kind of have this connection to the Bulls. I've been to a Bulls game live now. They are so fun to watch this year. I went to their home opener. It was electric to watch Caruso and Lonzo and Levine, DeMar and Vooch all just kind of dominate because they absolutely crushed the Pelicans in their home opener. But the Bulls are 12-5 and five right now. So are the Nets, but the Bulls are a spot above them because they've already beaten the Nets, which for an Eastern Conference team, if you want to be like considered like in the elite tier Eastern Conference teams, beating the Nets is one of the best ways to do it beating the nets and beating kd and james harden is absolutely one of the best things you can do if you want to be an elite tier eastern conference team speaking of elite tier with quotation marks because this could definitely change the wizards are the three seed and we'll talk about them a little bit more when we get into surprising teams but the heat of the four horns at the five what Cavs at the six, Knicks at the seven, and Bucks at the eight. Like, like if this was like the standard playoff format, it'd be Bulls, Bucks in the first round, Nets, Knicks, Wizards, Cavs, Heat, Hornets. What? That's got to be like the most obscure matchups that could possibly happen in the playoffs. But obviously, we have the play-in tournament now. So the nine and the ten seed of the Celtics and the 76ers. Huh? 76ers are like literally a one-seed competitor every single year. Celtics. I honestly projected advantages and missed the playoffs, so I guess I really can't say that I was high on them. Um, but the Cavs, nobody expected this. They're only nine and eight, though. That is not that great of a record. Um, it's better than my Raptors, who are eight and ten. Uh, we'll also talk about them. And then looking at the West, the Warriors. I can't say I'm surprised. Okay, I'm a little surprised. Klay Thompson isn't even back yet, and they're fifteen and two in the one seed. It's not even like they're playing like bogus com- competition, though. They've beaten the Bulls. One of the Bulls' five losses has come to Golden State. Jordan Poole looks incredible. Jordan Poole looks so, so good. He's taking the next step. Steph Curry is obviously Steph Curry, the best point guard of all time. Guy is just ridiculous. They've got uh, whatever is going on in Golden State. It is working. The Suns are 13-3, and three and they have won 12 straight. They started the year 1-3 and three after a finals appearance. Everyone's like, the Suns are done. The Suns, this was all that was a one-time thing. They were a fluke. But now they've won 12 games in a row, and they sit in second in the West. The Jazz are in third. No surprise there. Clippers are in fourth. That's usually where they sit. Mavs in fifth. That's usually where they sit. Nuggets in sixth. Honestly, I can see. The Nuggets are a little bit of a surpriser because I don't necessarily think that they're, like, Talent-wise, I don't think they're a six seed. They might be able to push that 
three to four range. Um, the Trailblazers are at seven, which weird because Dame isn't playing that well. A lot of the top guards in the league aren't playing that well. Lakers are eighth at nine and nine. Without LeBron, that team's practically useless. Um, they really just did not have a good stretch without him. Um, neither did my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> but right now, the current playoff matchups, if this was the old format, it would be Warriors, Lakers, Suns, Trailblazers, Jazz, Nuggets, Clippers, Mavs. Clippers and Mavs seem to be like the playoff like magnets. They always somehow find each other in the playoffs. And it's usually the Clippers coming out on top of that one, uh, usually despite Luka's efforts. Um, but uh, good old Tingus Pingus is playing pretty well. Um, so, <laughs> who knows? And then the playing spots belong to the Grizzlies and the T-Wolves, baby. I, I said this. This is episode 13 or 14, I think, when I sat down with my with my buddies Kyle and Dan. We talked about the NBA. And I said that Timberwolves would be, like, a sneaky, like, play-in playoff team. And I, I got some ridicule for that. But here we are with them sitting in a play-in spot right now. Now, let's talk about some teams that kind of are surprising me. The Warriors start the West. The Warriors are 15-2. and two. This is basically the same team that missed the playoffs last year. What happened? Let me tell you, Jordan Poole happened. The guy's been on a tear, and I don't really understand it. This is, he kind of came out of nowhere. Looking, looking at Jordan Poole's stats for this year, I, he, it's kind of insane. Like, he... I don't understand it. This man is averaging 18.4 points a game. That's more than, like, a lot of, like, considered to be elite players. Think about it. Luka is only averaging... Is averaging 24.9. He's just averaging just, like, just over six points more than Jordan Poole. And you would put those guys in completely different categories if you were to think about that, right? I would. That's crazy. Another surprise team. I'm just kind of I'm kind of shocked at how low uh, how low the Kings are right now. I'm not gonna lie. They just fired Luke Walton, and for good reason. This team needs to have success. De'Aaron Fox is a monster. He's so talented. Buddy Heald is a shooter. He's a shooter, but they just they 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 can't figure it out. And I think it's probably a coaching problem. They're gonna have an interim guy stepping in, and there's apparently a chance that he earns the job. But they're gonna be looking for a new coach. If they can get good coaching, I really like the Kings. And looking at a team that doesn't surprise me in the West, the Rockets are one and fifteen. They're on a 14-game losing streak. They, they they literally started the year 1-1. One one. They're 1-12 one in conference play, 1-5 at home, 0-10 on the road. And their last 10 are 10 losses. This is This is something that... This doesn't surprise me because I know they're bad, but this also kind of surprised me that a team can be that bad. Like, that bad? That, that just does not seem possible to me. Looking at the East, the Bulls are obviously kind of a surprise team, although when they got... DeRozan and and Ball and they already had Levine and Vooch and they got Caruso. You kind of assume that there would be an improvement, but the one seed in the East definitely was not really. I remember on that same episode of the podcast I referenced earlier, we talked about how the Bulls are probably like a three or a four seed. That could still happen, but they look really really sharp right now. Nets, no surprise there. Wizards, there's a surprise there. 
Is it because of Kyle Kuzma? It might be. Kyle Kuzma seems to be like the leader of that team right now. Because Kuzma... Beal does not look great. Kuzma's averaging 13.6. Um, Beal's averaging 23.7. That's pretty usual for Beal. And, and then you look at Spencer Dinwiddie. I, he's probably averaging somewhere like 10 to 15. Yeah, he's averaging 15.7. I mean, something's working with this Wizards team. They look pretty, 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 pretty sharp. The Heat, no surprise there. They were good last year, and they added a good piece in Kyle Lowry, so I don't really see any reason why they wouldn't be up there. Hornets are definitely a little bit of a surprise. Um, I definitely think thought that the Hornets would be a playing team again this year. Honestly, again, it's so early in the season, it could still happen, but these are just like early surprisers. Cavs are obviously a surprise. I thought the Cavs would be bottom three in the east for pretty much the whole year but the pistons and the magic and the pacers hold that spot right now but there's such a difference the pistons are four and 12 and 14th and 13th it's the seven and 11 how does it make any sense okay it's the seven and 11 pacers um my raptors are eight and ten that's a surprise to me i thought they would be a lot better this year i'm not gonna lie maybe because i'm a biased raptors fan but the bucks definitely surprised they're the reigning champions, and they're nine and eight in eighth in the East. One like, and they're tied with both the Celtics and the 76ers, meaning one loss and one win from Celtics with the 76ers makes them a play-in team currently. That's surprising to me. Well, that's about all I've got from the NBA. Let's get into some NFL talk. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to Week 11 so far. The only thing that could make this week just a little bit more chaotic is the Giants beating the Bucks tonight in primetime on Monday Night Football. And also, that would drop for the Bucks their third straight loss and probably put them... The Bucks, the Bucks were to lose. They'd be 6-4, and four and they'd be only one game ahead of the Saints for that division still. And the Saints just keep on losing. So, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but let's talk about some games that really just did not sit right with me. Because why would they? It's the NFL this year. I'm going to go down every game that's been played so far and talk about my reactions to it. If I'm surprised or not. Patriots, Falcons, Patriots, 25 to nothing. There was no surprise there. I think that the Patriots are a lot better than people are giving them credit for, and they kind of showed it by doing what a good team should do to a bad team, and that's blowing them out, shutting them out. Ravens-Bears, if it was Lamar playing, this tour would worry me a lot. But this is Tyler Huntley. I honestly, when I saw that Lamar was inactive, started to believe that the Bears could actually beat them, and then Justin Fields got hurt, and I'm thinking... Okay, maybe they probably won't beat them at this point. But it's the Bears. I, I, I don't know what you can say. It brings me a lot of joy as a Packers fan, especially yesterday. It brought me a little bit of joy um, to watch them lose. Um, speaking of the Packers, Packers-Vikings. What can you say, man? What can you say? I mean, what a game. Rodgers played out of his mind. He outplayed Cousins. Rodgers was... 
23 for 33, 385, four touchdowns. Cousins was 24 for 35, 341, three touchdowns. Riders outplayed him. Dylan did not have as good of a game as I would have liked him to have. I think that definitely would have helped. Uh, Marcus Walter Scaling had four catches, 123 yards, and a touchdown. Devontae Adams had seven catches, 115 yards, and two touchdowns. They were the best wide receiver duo in that game, 100%. The best wide receiver duo in that game. Because uh, Jefferson, uh, he's on my fantasy team, which is good, but he had eight catches, 168, sorry, 169, two touchdowns. Dion had eight for 82 and one touchdown. I mean, pretty even stats, but Packers. We're all around the better team, and we got screwed out of the pick. Darnell Savage caught that. His knees were down. Darnell Savage caught that. That was... I know people always talk about the Packers, like, oh, oh, the Packers pay you the refs. But this time, this time, I think there is not much disagreement on the fact that Packers got screwed over this game. We're 8-3. I'm still feeling completely okay with that. The Vikings still suck. Um, and they're still going to end up losing a good amount of games, so I really don't care. Um, I honestly don't. Like, I told my friend this yesterday after the game that I only really get really, really frustrated with the Packers losing. If A, it's a team that they absolutely should be, which the Vikings are so much better than the record entails. That wasn't like a 100% like guaranteed win. Or B, it's a game that really, really means something. Packers are still a few games up in the division, and they're going to keep winning games. So, Colts-Bills, that was a shocker. I picked the Colts, but still. And uh, I think we should be giving some some, um, some some MVP talk. Jonathan Taylor. Five total touchdowns. Kai had 50 fantasy points. He's insane. He's absolutely remarkably crazy. So good. Uh, Browns-Lions, that was a surprise. Tim Boyle almost beat the Browns. There's something going on in Cleveland, and they need to fix it immediately. That They're not a good team. They're not like an elite team. Not this. They are probably not making the playoffs. With that division, Steelers are Steelers. Steelers are still good. Bengals are still good. Bengals just won. I guarantee if I looked right now. Yeah, Browns are in last in that division still. So. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's, it's, it's factual. The Browns are the worst team in that division. Washington. I have to say this might have been a little bit of a surprise. Washington beat the Panthers. I I thought that this came home coming. He was just going to go off. And he did. He had a good game. Uh, he um, he went, I mean, 21 for 27, 189, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's good. Um, and, he, and he had a rushing touchdown. He counted for all three of their touchdowns in some way. Uh, Caffrey was great. He had 10 carries for 59 yards, no touchdowns, and then seven receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Good game for him. And I don't know. Washington just had the, kind of the upper hand um, for some reason. I, again, don't really know why that would be. Um, Texans Titans, this is got to be the biggest surprise of the week. It seems like no good team in the NFL can be consistently good. You know, every team has a bad loss somewhere. Cardinals, for the Cardinals, it's the Panthers. For the Titans, it's now the Dolphins. Sorry, not the Dolphins. The Jets and the Texans. Bengals lost to the Jets. Packers lost to the Vikings. Packers lost to the Saints. I mean, every single every good team has a bad loss. Bucks lost to Trevor Simeon. I mean, come on. 49ers, Jags, no surprise there. Jaguars are the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. 30 
10 easy money dolphins jets no surprise there i really thought the dolphins would win more the jets kept it close though with joe flacco saints eagles i picked the eagles but i was kind of leaning either way but the eagles really put on a show did a good job jalen hurts is legit and i think they need to be sticking with him as far as the future goes uh Bengals raiders no surprise there i think the raiders are really just falling apart after all the stuff that's been going on with them 32 13 wouldn't have had that any other way Chiefs Cowboys was so underwhelming. 19 to 9. Dak Prescott was 28 for 43, 216, no touchdowns, two picks. Zeke was only 9 for 32. Pollard was 7 for 50. There were no there was only there was only one receiver over 50 yards, and it was Dalton Schultz. Bad, bad, bad game. Mahomes, 260, no touchdowns and interception. He had a bad game, too. Clyde Edwards-Alaire was 12 for 63 with a touchdown. And then Kelsey and Hill were the only players over 50 receiving yards for them. I mean, really just a bad, 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 bad game. I I don't, there's no other way to put it. It was a bad game. It's supposed to be a really, really good one. Cardinal Seahawks. I want to see them surprised, but the Seahawks are just bad. They're bad, man. Their team is awful. I don't know what's going on with them, but they're going to finish last in that division. Uh, Steelers Chargers, no surprise there. A lot closer than I thought it was going to be. And then Giants Bucks tonight. I'm picking the Bucks by a million. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to episode 18 of JTOW Sports Podcast. If you're not already, follow on Spotify, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, do whatever you can to help this podcast grow. It would be so, so, so very appreciated. I love you guys. Thank you for everything and all the support you guys have been giving me and all the opportunities you've given me to create content for you guys. Could not be any more thankful for you guys. As we come into this week of Thanksgiving, there will not be a new episode um, until probably next week. So I just want to say I'm thankful for all you guys and everything that you've given me because none of the stuff that I have, none of these platforms that I have would be here without you guys and your support. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time.